Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Indoor Recess, a podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And happy birthday, Jeff. How old are you? 35. Can you give an answer? Can you give a clue? I said 35. You are growing. It's plain to see. Play the birthday bongos for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a Calypso birthday party. It's a Calypso birthday party. It's a Calypso birthday party. Play the birthday bongos for me. Cha-cha-cha. So, okay, I actually have a question. Was it hard to be a summer baby? Yes. You never got to play the birthday bongos. Yeah, I never got to play the birthday bongos. Was Was it hard to get enough kids to have a birthday party? Or was everybody still, like, road tripping and stuff? Or... Well, you need friends for that. But... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, I just mean like like you never got to have that big. You know how you'd always see like the popular kids like my mom brought food for me and all of my friends to eat. She went out and got us all McDonald's. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you had your birthday party and you had to go to school. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's. Or true. I guess you had you had your birthday and you had to, and go, you had to, to go to school. I'm sorry if it makes you feel better. My birthday is usually right around spring break, so I often had uh, my birthday party like right before spring break or right after spring break. Or sometimes I would get something very very cool for my birthday, and then the very next day we would go on a road trip. And it's like, no, wait, I want to go enjoy the cool thing. Nope. No cool thing. I know, which is why I started getting really into like Game Boy and like portable games and stuff. Cause it was just like, oh, cool, I got this this game. Now I can take it with me. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, what are we doing this podcast, Jeff? Other than sing the birthday bongos song. Sometimes mm-hmm. we watch obscure kids movies. That's right. Sometimes we watch obscure kids movies, and then sometimes people buck the damn rules. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all uh for for jeff's birthday i said hey it's your birthday you can pick whatever we watch you know last year you picked uh swan princess 3 uh so i was expecting another movie that... was that for my birthday yes oh uh well then so i was expecting something like swan princess 3 a movie that neither of us had seen but no you come in here and you were like what did you say Y'all want to watch Little Nemo and Slumberland. Jeff wants to watch Little Nemo, a movie that is still probably fairly obscure to the movie-going public. Well, first you broke my fucking heart because you were like, I watched this movie a lot as a kid, and I don't know if you watched it as a kid. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? I watched that all the time as a fucking kid. I didn't know. I know. It's okay. Yeah, do you want to explain Little Nemo? Adventures in Slumberland. Do I want to explain it? Do you want to describe the cover of the DVD that you and I are looking at right now? Because we All own right. a copy of this thing. So this is the classic major motion picture returns mm. on home video. Sure. Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. So on the cover, I do believe they're in Slumberland. Yeah. And then... It's got Nemo on his flying bed, mm-hmm. which if you're never if you're not familiar with the comics by Windsor McKay, yep, then you'll have no idea what that's like. <laughs> but he's on there with like Princess Blue. I don't remember her name. Neither do and I. Flit. No, not Flit. Uh, Flip. Flip. 
flip, 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 flip with a P, and yeah. then Icarus is flying squirrel. God, thank you. I was trying to remember the fucking squirrel's name, and I was just like, Egh. I don't remember. Yes, y'all, this is a movie that both Jeff and I have seen. We've seen several times. It's still a very obscure- I always remember the first half of the movie, and I don't remember the second half. The yeah. second half is when they battle the nightmare. Yeah, totally. Well, to hold up, spoilers. Ooh. Um- this is this is a movie that we've seen several times, so of course we will. This is another episode where we will not be <laughs> rating the movie. Weird. What? The concept for this screen was done by Ray Bradbury. What? That's what? what it says at the bottom in the in the back. Concept the for the screen by Ray Bradbury. Shit. Yep. Weird. This is some Star Trek shit. Star Trek. Didn't Ray Bradbury do Star Trek? You mean Gene Roddenberry? Wait, who am I thinking of? You're thinking of Ray Bradbury. You're thinking of the Martian Chronicles. You're thinking of There Will Come Soft Rains. You, you're thinking of... Uh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, right. Yeah. Gene Run. Stupid Burry names. <laughs> Burry names. Burry names. <laughs> Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, yeah, Fahrenheit 451. Uh, Ray Bradbury and I are... Friends. Friend, yes. No, I believe we are quasi related uh well okay. oh yeah this thing we have a uh we have a common ancestor i th- i don't think he and i are straight up related i think we are like vague 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 in-laws but we do share a common ancestor that he married into the family get that that fucking ray bradbury money i know right no 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 this is the part of the podcast where uh, normally we would predict and describe what we're looking at, but we can't really predict a movie that we've seen a bunch of times. Yo, so, I bet Little Nemo goes to Slumberland. Oh, shit. I bet. I bet Icarus is cute. I bet the flip is fucking cool. I bet flip is like problematic. He okay, He's green. He's green. <laughs> he's green. He is green. In the comics, he's not green. He well, I think they're black and white. No, no, they're in color. Are they? In or color? some of them are in color. Okay, so I actually the Windsor McKay comics are actually in the public domain, and years and years and years ago, God, I think it was for some reason I want to say it was Comicsology, but I don't think it was. I don't remember. Somebody had like a giant compendium that was free you could get of the Little Nemo comics, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm gonna read them. But the scan quality was so fucking bad. <laughs> I think I got 15 pages in. I was like, okay. No, what I wanted to ask was, do you remember the first time? Like, how did Little Nemo enter your life? Blockbuster. Of course. Can you like? Can you elaborate on that? No, because I don't remember. Ugh. But like, do you remember how old you were when you first? I was saw? pretty young. Okay. Like this is the PlayStation wasn't even out yet. Okay. Okay. I like um, that you measure time in what consoles are out. I have a hard time measuring time, so I have to have like either landmarks or events. Sure, sure. Like time landmarks. Um, I definitely remember them like fighting the nightmare. Yeah. And all that just the nightmare realm being kind of like spooky. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's got some spooky shit for like a kids movie. It does. Yeah. I feel like it's got that I feel like a lot of movies of this era have this weird like you don't realize it's going to take a turn for the fucking weird. Yeah. Like the... Because um, the first half of this movie is all like whimsical and yeah, happy yeah. and he's in dreams or he's in slumberland mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And then shit gets dark. Yeah. You know, it's it reminds me a lot of like the clown nightmare in Brave Little Toaster 
or Charlie's Bad Dream in All Dogs Go to Heaven, yeah. where it's like, why is this fucking in here? This shit's wild. Except, like, take that shit and stretch it out for, like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like the back half of the movie. The climax movie. of the movie, yeah, totally. Yeah, I am also came to this movie from seeing it in Blockbuster. Uh, Little Nemo and actually My Neighbor Totoro go hand in hand with me as uh, movies that I rented a lot from the Blockbuster. And they would even usually like sit next to each other in the Blockbuster. It's because L and M are next yeah, to it. Yeah, that's what I was getting <laughs> at. Those two movies are just linked in my mind. I think it's because Nemo has kind of a, a an anime style. Oh, he definitely. That's what I was. I it. kept looking at. I was like. Is this actually done by a Japanese company? This is. Or? This is by TMS, Tokyo Movie Shinsa, I believe. Okay. TMS Studios also would animate. God, they animated just fucking damn near everything. Uh, the first one that I can think of that you might recognize is Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons was animated by like four different studios and TMS was usually like the top tier. Like I think TMS did the Tiny Toons movie. How I Spent My Summer Vacation. Yeah. So you don't have any other memories. Like, as a kid, did you think this was, like, related to something? Did you think, like... No, I just thought it was a movie. Yeah. I know there was also a uh, a Nintendo game put out by Capcom. I actually never played it. I found it years and years and years after the fact. Um, but, uh... Let me, let me look this up real quick, like. I'm gonna see where you can watch... Oh, wait, actually, you know what? I don't need to do that. So, like I said, we have the uh, the DVD. I got this for $6 at a Best Buy because it was in one of those little... Chibi-weeby bins. Yeah, yeah, one of those bins. But the TMS Studios official YouTube page, you can watch this for freezies on YouTube. Now, I haven't checked in a while, but I know when they first uploaded it, it was interlaced all to hell. It looks so bad. I don't know if it's still like that, so uh, view at your own risk. If you are uh, not interested, don't want to take your chances on YouTube, you can also watch it on Amazon Prime, it's on Tubi, and it's on whatever the fuck this icon is. What is... Verve. Oh, Verve. Never Everyone's favorite, Verve. I think it's like, it's like a weird, it's Crunchyroll and also other stuff and also other stuff. It's really fucking weird. This is not an ad for Verve. They made that song. The Verve? Yeah. You mean Bittersweet Symphony? Yeah. <laughs> they made the band that made that song? Yeah. Well, wow. no, the band made a streaming service. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. No, because they got to get all that money back because the Rolling Stones sued them. Yeah. So now they got to get into streaming. That's weird. That's unfortunate. So fuck off the top... Stones. Huh? I said fuck off Stones. Yeah, fucking, fucking Stones. So when do you think was the last time that you watched Little Nemo? Ooh, it's been a while. Yeah. I think I watched it... When I heard about that it was available on YouTube. This was like two or three years ago. I kind of skipped around and like, oh, yep, look here, there's this part. Oh, a Zama pajama. That's that's where I learned that it was like super interlaced. But I haven't sat down and watched this whole movie front to back for a while. Man, did you see this fucking in the yellow, this like critical acclaim <laughs> they have there? 
Okay, so our DVD copy at the very bottom in yellow, it says, From the director of Harry Potter and Home Alone and the director of Fantasia returns the $35 million animated classic. They really, really, really want to hype up, like, no, this movie's good, I swear. And it's like, I mean... Number one, it is. Yeah, I was going to say, no spoilers, like, we're not going to rank it, but it is a really good movie. Second off, oh, screenplay by Chris Columbus. Yeah, that's the Potter slash Home Alone guy, huh? weird they weren't lying man i didn't know that at all so i didn't know about chris columbus and ray bradbury i did know that the sherman brothers were involved and i do know that flip is voiced by mickey rooney yep jiminy jellickers y'all jiminy jellickers (laughs) off the top of your head do you remember having like a favorite character uh slumberland Slumberland, the character. Yeah, it's it's around every corner is something wacky. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, I remember there's this part where they open a door into an upside down room. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, you gotta, like, be careful. I remember. So, my my memories of this movie, I, I mean, I remember loving Flip. Flip is my favorite character. Flip fucking rules. Flip is there to disrupt the masses. Yeah, Flip's like like a bad influence from what I remember. Because I remember this this princess chick on the, the cover. She is, does not like Flip. Yeah, she doesn't like Flip. Well, nobody because, in there... Because Flip is anti-society. Yeah, and nobody in their kingdom likes Flip because he's from the wrong side of the tracks. Also problematic. <laughs> what? <laughs> just like that mixed with the, just different parts of his character. Sure. The fact that he looks like a caricature of like how they used to draw black people. Oh, yeah. No, no, back no. Back in the I'm... day. The he's... fact that his like mount of choice is a crow yeah yeah and it's like look i'm not gonna vouch for any of this that i mean that's all shit windsor mckay thought up in like 1905 sure i'm not saying it's okay but i am saying that this uh this subject matter is old yeah doesn't he give him his cigar to like smoke does flip give uh does he give nemo nemo i believe so. so yeah but maybe it blows up i don't know I think I was, okay. I think he he inhales it and like turns green as like oh this is gross. But I might be thinking of Pinocchio. Well, Pinocchio also like swallows it, and it's like you're not supposed to inhale cigar smoke. No. Well, Pinocchio's a chump, and he's made out of wood. So well, cigars what does he are, know? Cigars are weird too. They are weird. They're like it's a cigarette that you don't smoke. It's a cigarette, but big. And it gets all like mushy. Yeah. I know nothing about cigars. Had it in your mouth for like a long time. Yeah, I guess that that's makes why sense. some of them have those plastic like nibs at the oh. end. Oh, huh. Okay. Here's everything I know about cigars. Apparently, Cuban cigars are great, but you can't get them here, so they're very I don't know sought if that's after true anymore. Yeah, I guess recently I don't know if that's true, but all growing up, that was always like the yeah, thing. that was always like, the thing. Cuban cigars. They're like they got ties with the mafia. Yeah, they were like illegal. Yeah. What else do I know about cigars? I know that when it's cold, if you breathe out, it looks like you're smoking. Whoa. So kids used to be like, look, I'm smoking. It doesn't have anything to do with cigars. No, though. it doesn't. <laughs> I know very little. I don't smoke. I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm, they're like. I'm very boring. They're usually, they're not wrapped in leaves, but. I mean, they could be. If they are wrapped own. in leaves like themselves. I don't know. It's like a plant wrapped in another plant and yeah. you have to like cut it. Yeah. At the end, yes, and they that that little like guillotine looking thing. Yeah, little. Uh, If you, if anybody listening knows a thing or two about cigars, write in, tell us all about it. 
do you own a little guillotine thing? Oh, you have to keep them like they have like a little like yeah they have to they the have little to, humididor or yeah. something whatever. Yeah, they have to be in a certain humidity level to dry out. Yeah, yeah. You don't want crunchy leaves. I don't know <laughs> I, if they like, they probably like burn too fast or something. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe it's like, maybe it's too smoky. I don't know. I don't know. Or I guess maybe that would be, it's too wet. Now I'm just trying to think about like when we have campfires and if if everything's too wet, it's like way too smoky. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I have anything else to say about Little Nemo other than this movie's very good. I'm excited. Pajama. Azama pajama. Azama pajama. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else to say? Um, did you have a good birthday? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to explain? What you did for your birthday? Uh, we went and played monster golf. That's right, y'all. We monster played mini golf. Yeah, we played monster mini golf because you're turning how old? Thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so we Jeff likes mini golf, and I think for your birthday last year. Or not not last year. Last year was everything was too shut down. Yeah, everything was fucked. But for 2019, we we went to go play some mini golf. Yeah. And uh, so we took an off year, and now 2021 went to go play more. Back mini- in it. Yep, went to go play more mini golf at this mini golf place that was monster themed. Yeah. Which, like I was saying, probably great in Halloween. A little weird in August. But no, I was just laughing because they have these two party rooms. And I guess if you rent the party room, you get to put your hand in paint and then put your your handprint on the wall and they will put the year of your birth, like your name and then the year of your birth on or your birth date on the wall. And I was looking at this wall and it was all like 2014, 2013, 2017, 2015, 2007. Yeah, I was, I was like, holy shit. I was like employed <laughs> when you kids were born. <laughs> the oldest one we found was like, there was, it was like Amanda, 1990. And I was like, like shit, Amanda. I think even you are like young. I consider you a baby. So... Which now I'm kind of upset. It's like, we should have rented that party room. Uh-huh. We should have gotten your old ass 1986 ass hand on that fucking wall. Here's the thing about mini golf. Real golf is for chumps. It's oh, yeah. for rich assholes oh, yeah. that have yeah, yeah, yeah. way too much time on their hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golf mm-hmm. is for the 1%. Mini, mini golf, golf is like, is for the yo, people. I'm going to take this ball and bounce it off shit. That's right. A windmill. Uh, a spooky a skeleton. Yeah, there was a loop de loop. There was a Frankenstein. There was a fan of the opera. There was well, <laughs> he wasn't wearing a mask. He was wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, was he? Yes, maybe he was a cowboy of the opera. Yeah, that was good times. Shit, dude. Do you have any last thoughts about Little Nemo? Um, no. Oh, man. So have you seen the special features down here at the bottom of this DVD? What does it say? So we got extra features. 5.1 Dolby Digital Surround Sound. Okay. Not a feature. Next feature, Slumberland Sing-Along. Three great songs. Three whole songs. Three whole songs. Next next extra feature, Make Your Own Royal Scepter. What? What? <laughs> uh, probably and, some like, construction paper crap I, thing. It doesn't, it doesn't come with any... No, it's like it shows you how to do it at home. Probably. Oh, maybe like if you put this in the computer that you could like print it out or something. No, I think it's just like it's like go get some construction paper. Oh, that sucks. Fold it like this. Boo. Fold it like that. that. I hope that's not true. And then the final extra feature, which I don't know what the fuck this is at all. 
Nemoverse. Now it's not it's not all one word. It's not Nemoverse like we've entered the Nemoverse. Mm. It's Nemo space verse. What do you think that means? No idea. No idea. I think it's like the Azama pajama thing. I don't think so. Yeah. All right, let's go watch Little Nemo. Let's do it. Slumber. tale for the entire family welcome to slumberland my boy when a little boy has big dreams anything is possible your majesty may i present little nemo and every wish can come true i hear my crown you prince nemo let the celebration begin take off on a wondrous adventure with a young explorer it will be Prince Nemo's solemn duty to protect Slumberland from the Nightmare King as I have done. Who must save the life of a noble king. Nemo, give me the royal scepter! He's been taken away to Nightmare Land. Outmatch the power of a mighty monster. Hey everybody, we're back. I'm genuinely feeling kind of queasy because Jeff's showing me the world of food eating ASMR. Yep. God damn it. We watch Little Nemo, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't look at this guy. He's eating like that entire fucking <sighs> slurp. Look, he's doing it again down there with darker colored ones. Will you please, I actually, like, I don't feel good. Please don't show me this anymore. What is wrong with you? I don't like that kind of <laughs> shit. I do not like that kind of shit. I've told you my least favorite sound in the entire world, right? Yeah, eating. No, the well, Simpsons eating. Simpsons eating no. sound effects? No, there is one sound of, of a food being eaten that is genuinely my Oh, least, the apples. Yes, somebody biting into an apple is my least favorite sound of all time. I fucking hate it. You have anger issues. I don't. Have, oh, you're one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up. Now I, I'm angry. You were all. You were writing songs about Eurobeat, and now we're plugged in. I was writing songs about out of state grandpa. Can you can you break off a piece for the crew? Like out of state, out of state grandpa. Is he gonna make it? I don't know. Depends on traffic. Out of state, out of state grandpa. And then the music he brought in the gifts that you don't know about. Wow! He's coming at adequate speed. Out of state, out of state, Grandpa. Oh man. Okay. I have been trying to delete this. Why? Why are you trying to delete a Y? Because I hit a button and a Y went in there, and I tried to do that thing where you put your finger on the space bar to like move it around like a cursor, right? I've never done that. Your phone does it. My, I, there's uh, a lot of things my phone does that I've it's never sometimes done. Sometimes it's easier than like trying to see. Get I, yeah, it, I just like, do that. Right I just poke around where you fucking want it because it doesn't go. Sure. So you just do it like this. Yeah. And 
I kept missing the space bar because I wasn't looking because I was singing out of state grandpa. Of course. So it was doing that like swipey shit. Oh, so no. I so you look, added all I these extra words. I would look down and it said Cancun. And I'm like, what the fuck is Cancun? <laughs> Learn to fly a bed that is Cancun. <laughs> Maybe that's where out of state grandpa's going. Out of state, out of state grandpa. He has a uh, timeshare there. Going to Cancun. Will he come back? We don't know. Out of state, out, out of state, state grandpa. grandpa. Got fleeced by some sort of weird company. Out of state, out of state, Grandpa. He has a lifetime subscription with Chemline. Out of state, out of state, Grandpa. Forwards you Facebook articles that you don't want to hear about. Out of state. <laughs> out of state, Grandpa is now canon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was your favorite part, uh, Little Nemo? What was your favorite out of state, Grandpa antic? Uh, I loved it when out of state, Grandpa sent me shit about why my generation sucks and his is awesome my favorite out-of-state grandpa moment was when he made some sort of joke about i guess this was before your time and it's like grandpa that's a vcr player i had one of those up until i was (laughs) like 13 no dude out-of-state grandpas are always just like everything i know you know nothing about Or they'll be like, oh, do you remember me? The last time we saw each other, you were three. It's like, dude, no, not even remotely. I saw you last week, Grandpa. Oh, I'm talking about genuine, like, people that you haven't seen in forever. And they're like, the last time I saw you, you were in diapers. You remember that? No, dude. Yes, I do, actually. I'm one of those weird baby savants that, like, know everything. Do you ever get kind of annoyed when people are like, I remember doing this thing when I was two? It's like, no, you don't. Not really, because I don't question. My memory (laughs) is so fucking garbage, I don't question other people's memory. You could have just said, because I'm not an ass. It's all right. I I could take it. (laughs) There's sometimes, I don't know, people be like, I remember doing this thing when I was two. It's like, "Mm, okay. You you have trust issues, though. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since somebody told you that they knew George Lucas... Uh, we knew the person that said that, and he was a uh, oh, I know, I was just a saying, chronological liar, like pathological, and guess, chronological because he did it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he did it on a regular basis. It was like clockwork. It was, like, dude. You could set your watch to outrageous stories. He you has. absolutely could. It felt like every other day he came in with some fucking wackadoo story about how. His, his dad worked at fucking Sony and he knew exactly what games were going to come out and they're going to make a Pokemon for the PlayStation. You just wait. I heard it. It's a little Nemo, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, where to begin? Where to begin? Where to begin? Oh, y'all. So we did actually watch on YouTube. It works totally fine. You should go and watch it on YouTube. Don't be afraid of YouTube. Yeah, don't be afraid. Give Google all your information. Don't do that. Don't do that. Let them turn on your GPS. No. Just leave it on. No. Never turn it off. No, don't do that. But you can Make sure you have Google location data enabled. So we begin, and Nemo is dreaming about flying on a bed. He's flying through town. And by town, I mean like turn of the century New York? England? He passes something that looks like Big Ben. But also, it's probably just dream logic, like, big city. Yeah, big city. Yeah. Before you know it, this dream turns into a nightmare about this locomotive fucking chasing him. Yeah. Well, first, he's, like, flying around, and he's trying to learn how to, like, fly his bed. 
and it's kind of like watching somebody get on a hoverboard for the first time because <laughs> it's a lot of like whoa, 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 whoa. okay no i got it whoa, i got wait, it wait, whoa, wait, whoa. Whoa. yeah and then yeah he starts like flying through and then all of a sudden the like cityscape turns all like decrepit and yeah. fucking war-torn looking and he's yeah. like what the fuck is going on and then, and then he plunges down and this is a reoccurring thing where they fall into water, but the water actually just becomes the new, like, norm. And they're not, like, phased by, like, oh, no, it's water. I can't breathe. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's dream logic. So yeah. they're, like, under the water. and They're and, under the water, but nothing seems underwater. It's just, like, it's like a passage into a new, like... Or, like, a like a barrier that they've broken into. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, this, this cool flying dream turns into a, a spooky dream where a giant locomotive is chasing him and before you know it he finds his house he runs to his house he sees his mom and he's like mom we gotta get out of here there's a locomotive it's gonna come it's coming straight for us ah and before you know it we see nemo falling off of his bed onto the floor uh this is actually a direct nod to the original windsor mckay comics where the whole thing would be like Nemo goes on a wacky adventure, and then the last panel is like him falling off falling of his out bed. Of bed. Yeah, uh, so that's fun. Um, and then his mom's all like, "Did you have a bad dream? Have you been sneaking pies again?" <laughs> it's like, okay, so sneaking pies equals bad dreams, apparently. I I guess you know you always hear like in in movies and stuff, don't eat right before you go to sleep, you'll have a bad dream. I guess I do that shit all the time. So guess what? It's the next day, or maybe it's that morning, or later that day, or something. There's a parade because the circus is in town. Hooray. Nemo and his pet flying squirrel, Icarus, go outside to see the parade. And we see a whole bunch of people that, with hindsight, sure do look like the characters that we're going to see later on in the movie. Maybe they influenced his dream. Maybe. Yeah, maybe this is some sort of like Wizard of Oz sort of uh, scenario. The the, uh, ringleader, I guess, of the parade invites him back up on his horse and says, good news, the parade's in town. You should come see us. Okay, bye. And he runs back home and is like, oh, father, I would love ever so much to go to the parade. Or not the parade. Ever so much to go to the circus. And the father's like, that's cool. I have shit to do. Bye. Bye. Call your mom. Yeah. He's like, I'm late for a meeting. And I was like, this is like 1905. What meeting yeah, do you have? Yeah, there's no meetings in yeah. the 1900s. What are you, you going to have a meeting about? Like oil? A meeting wasn't a concept. That was invented until, like, 1995. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Never once has there been a meeting. The The movie 9 to 5 actually introduced the concept of meetings. Yeah. When was that? Late 70s, early 80s, I think. Mm. Sorry, dude. Goes against the timeline. <laughs> so that night, Nemo wakes up out of bed and starts sleepwalking. He goes all the way downstairs and into the cupboard where there's a pie but taped to the front of the cupboard is a little sign that says remember your promise uh he says fuck that shit i'm asleep so that sign can't affect me yeah, and he grabs the like, pie fuck that shit it's 1905 i don't give a fucking hell yeah and he opens up the ice box i guess it is in an ice box yeah and takes out a pie yep he grabs the pie but wouldn't you know it mom is downstairs and being like nemo She's like, boy, you better not touch that power one more time, beat your ass. Yep. So he 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 wakes up, but pretends that he's still sleepwalking and runs upstairs. Now the question was, was he actually sleepwalking? Oh, you think was he sleepwalking originally? Yeah. 
I think he was sleepwalking originally because Icarus was helping him go down those stairs. Yeah, but he did open his eye to look at the the sign. The sign and yeah. be like, "Remember your promise." I don't remember what he said exactly. See, I I think he was asleep. I, I okay. I think if you're gonna pull a grift that you're sleepwalking. You would start that at the bottom of the stairs. I don't think you would risk accidentally no, falling. No, he doesn't know where his mom is. Got to keep the ruse up the whole mm, time. I guess that's. I mean, that's a good commitment to the bit. Have you have you seen anybody like sleepwalk for real? I've seen videos of it. I have sleptwalk. I've. I think I've sleptwalked, but I've never like seen anybody doing it. I know they don't do the hands out thing. No, nobody does the hands out thing. I think there was a time where I was staying up very, very, very late, which is very uh, unusual for me. I'm usually in bed, (laughs) like right as the sun sets. I was, I don't know, a teenager, and I was playing some sort of video game, and my sister came into the room very, very tired and like, I don't want to say disheveled, but like that, like, you know, hair all messed, like, you know, been asleep. Yeah. And I I asked her like, "You okay? You want to are you do you want to play video games? Like, what's wrong?" And she just kind of sat there and didn't really do anything and crawled up onto the couch and I guess went back to sleep. Mm. So, and then her hair turned into snakes. And then it's like, "Oh shit. Why why cuz you were the one that was dreaming." Oh shit. You always hear these stories of like, I got in my car and drove to Wendy's. Yeah, or like, I mean that's ambient, but <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. But no, I just you hear these stories that like I was on a train and I tried to like jump off the train or something. It's like okay, I don't know how true any of that is, but one time I was asleep and then I went to school. But it was pilot school, and so when I woke up, I was a pilot. Whoa! <laughs> one time I heard a guy. What did he do? He like he did like ecstasy, and then he thought his face was an orange, and he peeled himself. Whoa, whoa, bro! I love that that story is like fifty years old at this point. Have you not heard the face peeling story? No, that's my first time. Oh shit! Really? (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, there's there's a story that is. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, I think it originates in like the '60s or something, and I think every generation they change the drug at this point it's probably like crocodile or something but Yo, did you hear that guy on ketamine yeah <laughs> Woo. uh yeah okay nemo 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 back to nemo he either quits faking sleepwalking or actually wakes up and runs back into his room and slams the door and we can hear the uh mom say would you please talk to that son of ours and it's like about what sleepwalking yeah. About stealing pies? Maybe if she would stop making pies. Yeah. Or or lock the fucking cupboard. Yeah. I don't know. Put a chain around it. <laughs> yeah. It so says, think thin. Yes. So I guess later that night, Nemo is for real he's asleep when a light shines through his window and these people start crawling through it. We see a professor and this clown girl. The professor is Professor Genius. The professor is out-of-state grandpa. He is. And the clown girl is named Bonbon. Bonbon. Okay, talk about Bonbon. I know Uh, you'd like her. Bonbon is clown girl. She's super cute, and she has 
the most personality. She really does. Well, well, like so far. Between okay, like if you're trying to like get a waifu out of this movie, uh-huh. Then like the princess and eh. Oh, princess got nothing. Yeah, she's, princess yeah, Camille no, is kind of she's too regal and like up her own ass. She has an accent when her father doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> it's All- that like I'm trying to be hoity-toity accent. Yeah. And like, fuck that. Bon Bon's there for fun. <laughs> um, bon Bon knows how to drive the goat mobile. She does know how to drive the goat mobile. So all while we were watching this, every time Bon Bon would talk, I was like, this is driving me crazy. Why do I know this fucking voice? It's not Nancy, is it? Nancy? Nancy Cartwright. Oh, no, 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 no. Nancy Cartwright plays a very, very small role in this. Mm. Uh, the voice actress is Sherry Lynn, a.k.a. Are you ready for this? <laughs> it's the voice of Sasami mm. from fucking the, the Tenchi Muyo dub. So, woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. Yeah, we've got all sorts of uh, uh, anime bona fides in this fucking movie. Yeah, Mickey Rooney. <laughs> yes! Everyone's, the voice of Goku. Every, everyone's favorite anime voice actor, fucking Mickey Rooney-chan. Can you look Rooney-kun. up... If Camille was voiced by... So it was somebody Rooney. And I was like, did he just get his daughter to do the voice of <laughs> Princess Camille? That might be why she sucks. No. No, she sucked because she was doing this fake fucking accent. Laura Mooney. Yeah, Laura Mooney. That's not Mickey Moon- Rooney and Laura Mooney? Mooney. Is it Mooney? Yes. Oh, we got okay. Moonies and Roonies over here. I thought I thought it was Rooney. We're Rooney. We're Mooney. <laughs> no, it's somebody... Here comes com- out of state, Grandpa. Ah! <laughs> So, so anyway, Professor Genius and Bon Bon have shown up. Uh, Professor Genius unrolls a scroll and says that you, Nemo, have been invited by King Morpheus himself, the King of Slumberland, to become Princess Camille's official playdate. You should come join us and we will whisk you away to Slumberland. Nemo is not feeling it. He's like, that is a girl. I don't play with girls. Yeah. She's a girl. Yeah. Girls uh, are weird. Until Professor Genius, or I guess rather Bon Bon, yeah, says- Yeah, Bon Bon's like, don't forget about the gift. Yeah. And uh, she she gives Nemo a gift on behalf of Princess Camille. It's filled with snacks and cookies. Cookies. Nemo and Icarus chow down. And then he's like, oh, I changed my mind. I actually love girls. This is great. <laughs> so they are on their way. They board a dirigible- and head out because it's 1905 yeah because it's 1905 and that's what you do and they head out to slumberland nemo gets a tour of the dirigible and uh even gets to pilot it for a while he starts spinning the wheel around like you would do if you were a kid yeah and pilots them straight into the fucking like nightmare cloud yeah and then bonbon's there like we <laughs> yeah She's like, whoopee. I'm like, dude, Bon Bon is the best. Bon Bon is the best. The captain, who doesn't even get a name, course corrects, and they, they go through this this giant cloud, and poof, now they're in Slumberland. They are greeted by a bunch of clowns riding on balloons. A bunch of them have banners. The entire town shows up. The entire town showed up, and they've all got little banners, and they're just like, welcome, Nemo. Welcome, Nemo. Yep. We know you're going to be the... Princess's little bang buddy. Yep. And then 
fucking Flip shows up on his crow, and he he crow's gets... name is Flap. Yep, Flip and Flap show Flip up. Flip and Flap show up. The the crow gets in the way of things and and knocks over a few of the the displays. Uh, Nemo is like, who's that guy? And Professor Genius is like. Don't worry about him. That guy is bad news. You shouldn't even talk to him. Stop looking at him right now. <sighs> Y'all, I love Flip. I love fucking Flip. He's not problematic. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When I was a kid, I thought Flip was a frog. I thought oh, he really? Was, yeah, I thought he was like an anthropomorphic frog. So nope, that's Hoppy. <laughs> right? I mean, look, it's not up to me to decide whether or not he's racist. I think whether he is or isn't, I fucking love Flip. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I mean, it's not as bad as Mr. Popo. It's not as bad as Mr. Popo. Thank <laughs> you. Mr. Popo is pretty bad. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. This Mr. Popo. is like. Uh, but like even in the original comics, he's green. He's green with like kind of a, a yellow. Like instead of having five o'clock shadow that's gray it's it's yellow or like yeah. tan it's not so much the coloring it's just how he looks it's like that's how they used to draw like i get well okay i'll tell you in the in the little nemo comics so there's nemo there's flip and then there's a character called the little imp which is straight Uh-oh. up one of those like 1920s like african pygmy like Wearing a grass skirt. Oh, man, really? <laughs> he's not, yeah, he's not great. He's not. So to anybody that's that's intrigued. I'm and, doing it right now. Are you looking up? Oof. <laughs> oh, no. Bon Bon's not driving it. It's the imp. It's the imp. Yeah, no, the imp has been uh, erased from the movie. The yeah. imp is not here. Uh, for good reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to describe the little imp? Like, look at that shit, man. Like. Boof. No, he's not good. I'm not. Hey, 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 hey. I love Flip. I am not Team Little Imp. But see, look, like, like Flip is just like a green version of the okay, same. Okay, that picture of Flip, that's pretty not damning. looking bad. But the, the. What is going on here? <laughs> Windsor McKay loved surrealism. I know. It's a dream universe, dude. Anyway, hashtag not all slumberland inhabitants. Nemo and Professor Genius approach the throne room to see the king and professor's like hey nemo's here i know you're excited the king doesn't respond they turn the throne around and the king's not even there wah, wah. Mm-hmm. professor genius and the guards go off in in one direction to look for him and nemo is left by himself to wander about the castle i feel like king is more likely to be out of state grandpa because he's fun king morpheus yeah yeah I can't, yeah. Professor Genius is just like Professor uptight Ge- grandpa. Professor Genius is just the 3PO. Yeah. His whole thing is like, oh, we're running late. We Earth, have to go over here. running late. Protocol and niceties. And, yeah. yeah. You have to do this when you meet a princess. So, Flip shows up and he's just like, wow, the king invited you. He didn't even show up. Huh? You should hang out with me. We're cool. We're going to go have cool times. And Nemo's like, yeah, all right, Have I guess. Have you met my friend the imp? No, imp is not and here. And he just shows up. No. And he's fucking like. Forget all He's instances. mosaicked. And it's like, ah, oh, who is that? <laughs> like he's on cops. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> just forget. Just forget you ever saw the imp. The imp is not here. <laughs> this is imp free since Impless. 1989. 
Impless in Seattle. Impless in Slumberland. <laughs> Impless in Slumberland. So Flip and Nemo go explore through the castle, and they find an upside-down room. The fun room. What purpose is an upside-down room? It's just whimsical. For fun. Yeah, whimsy, dude. This castle is giganto. You know that the king only needs one bedroom. What are you going to do with all these other rooms? I don't know. Fuck it. This is my upside-down room. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. What would you do if you had a fucking infinite castle of rooms? Wouldn't you make one upside down just for funsy onesies? Sure, but I wouldn't subvert the laws of gravity. <laughs> Why not? If you could do that, you wouldn't. You don't want to dance on the fucking ceiling. They can't. Fucking Lionel the furniture style. can, but they no, can't because they, they fall. Yeah, they do. Great, actually. Um, they try to make their way onto the furniture. Flip is able to, but Nemo kind of too fat from those pies. <laughs> yeah, from all those pies. The the table kind of starts tilting and nemo is plunged into like nothingness the abyss yeah he falls into another room filled with toys and dolls and rocking horses and all sorts of things and uncle uh what's his name is there fucking uncle dinklemeyer or whatever uncle dinklemeyer from fucking oh, nutcracker uncle drosselmeyer drosselmeyer i thought uncle drosselmeyer had like an eye patch, and he was like weird. He and was, lanky. but it seems like a very like Drosser Meyer area. Oh, because of made all the toys, toys and everything. Yeah, totally. Good callback. No, Nemo sees a like train light approach from this tunnel, and he's like, "Oh shit, my locomotive dreams! My dreams. It's happening again!" But no, it's actually a large Santa Claus looking dude. It's fucking out of state, Grandpa. It's he's out of state, here. Grandpa. On Ooh. you've heard of. A, You've heard of a pocket bike? Well, this is a pocket train. Dude, when I was a little kid, I was so jealous of that train. Yeah. I wanted a little model train that I could ride. Ride on, yeah. So this gigantic dude is on this itty-bitty little train, and he kind of pulls over for a minute, and he's like, I don't know, it's making this weird clunking noise. And Nemo tells him how to fix it. They fix the train. They they bond over their, their mutual love of trains. They get the train going again. Icarus hops on it. It goes without them. They chase after it. It's this whole thing. They eventually get on it. It's kind of like a little roller coaster, and it knocks them straight into Professor Genius. Professor Genius tells uh, Nero. Nero. Jeez, Louise. Nero. Yep, Nero. Emperor Nero. <laughs> no, the guy that makes all the CDs. Oh. Professor Genius tells Nemo, "Well, I see that you've met the king. What the fuck was that? An ant? Ant? Fucking ants!" I don't know what it's here for. I vacuum this place daily. There's no food. All crumbs. All your crumbles. You're going to have to start vacuuming your desk. Did you shush me? Uh, Professor is just like, yeah, so this is the king. And Nemo's like, oh, wow, you're the king. I thought the king was going to be boring. The king says, Nemo, guess what? I invited you here to be my fucking heir. One of these days, I'm going to have you lead all of Slumberland. When I die, everything the light touches. Yeah, (laughs) when my body turns to grass, and then the gazelle eat the grass, and then we (laughs) eat the gazelle. When I die, my body is consumed by the inhabitants of Slumberland, as is the custom. There was this animated short from, like, the mid-80s, and it was the story of these weird alien creatures. They live on a floating island, and they hunt these, like, windfish and when they die, it's like, okay, well, we're going to shove you off the, the edge of our floating island. 
and they they shove them off the edge of the floating island and then they become the wind fish the wind fish that they hunt it's like a very circle of life thing mm. it's a really really cool short and i wish i could remember the name of it so king morpheus gives nemo a key he says this key and this key's got a little dragon symbol on it he's like this key can open any fucking door any chest anything that's locked in anywhere the light touches yep it's yours don't worry you don't have to ask permission that's the point of being a king the one thing you cannot open is a door that's going to have this same little dragon symbol on it do you super duper promise that you will not open that door and of course nemo promises like what i don't know why make a key with that symbol on it and then be like don't open the door with the symbol on it i don't know i think it's a pretty good idea because like if he said this is the dragon key don't open the door that's got a moon on it you might forget that but if this is also another one of those situations where it's like just fucking tell him what's inside so that he knows not to open it do you think king morpheus knows what's inside yeah he's the Uh, one who fucking locked him up yeah that's true that's true yeah i don't know there's there's a lot of i'm sure he was thinking of like oh when you're older i'll tell you the secret but you know kid just got there he's been here for like 20 minutes it's like look dude there's this like fucking evil spooky bog shit in there don't open it it'll get you i mean he probably should stress the importance that like it's a bad thing i think all he does is like don't open the door do you promise do it yeah it's almost like it's a test that he's intending him to like fail yeah yeah and it's like yeah, but if he fails his test, there's huge consequences. Yeah, yeah, this isn't some, like, Kobayashi Maru bullshit. This is, like, don't touch the thing that will kill all of us. Yeah. Anyway, he agrees, and this is where Professor whisks Nemo away and is like, Hey, look, that's cool that you got a key and you're going to inherit Slumberland and all that, but let me uh, get you over to what we really brought you here for. You're going to meet the princess. Check out your new main squeeze, mm-hmm. kid. So he leads Nemo to the princess's quarters, and this is where we get our uh, second song. Actually, I didn't even mention the first song. The first song plays over the credits. It's about little Nemo. That would be the... So this would be the third song then. No. Because there's the Slumberland song. It's all like Slumberland. No, no, no. That plays during the Goatmobile. Oh, okay. You're right. The first one is about little Nemo. The second one is uh about slumberland yes this is this is a song that is called slumberland princess Mm. now so she's singing about herself she's singing about herself yes also this is why bonbon is like the best yeah so all of the songs in this movie were written by robert and richard sherman aka the sherman brothers aka like you've heard their shit let me tell you oh my gosh all the songs to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. All the songs to Mary Fucking Poppins. A little something something called The Carousel of Progress. Uh, I think they did. Which the one though? Both. Both. They, they did. They did. Now is the time and Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. Because mm. they're just that fucking cool. Oh, I love the fucking Sherman Brothers. Let me tell you. Okay. Mm, I'm class of the Sherman Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what I was going to say is I love the Sherman Brothers. I think they make great music. They might have phoned these ones in. <laughs> what? You, do you Okay, all right. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. I think the songs are fine. You think the songs are fine? Yeah. So the lyrics to this song are... Look, I'm not saying this song is the best song. Slumberland, slumberland, joys without numberland. 
Rainbows Inn, Kingdom of Dreamy Time Starbeams, and Valentine's, where everyone is a friend. Here's where lost wishes are granted, castaway dreams all come true. It's fun to be under the slumbery wonder of Slumberland. Yeah, but it's not really... I don't know. To me, this song is not so much about the lyrics. It's about how it sounds when it's sung. Yeah. It's uh, a very soothing melody. And who is this song sung by? Nancy Cartwright. No. Lisa who's the, Simpson. Who's the character? <laughs> what, Princess Camille? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were looking for the voice actor. Okay, for starters, Lisa Simpson is Yeardley Smith. Nancy Cartwright is Bart. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, this is Princess Camille, everyone's favorite Sundari bitch, because she stops playing the harp, and she's like, ugh, who are you? Who are ya? And he's just like, I'm Nemo, thank you for the cookies, your dad invited me here. Ugh, no one's ever showed up in their underwear before. Yes, she sees his, his long pajamas and calls it his underwear, she sees Icarus and calls him a rat. To be fair, I think that's when they did used to like, you know, they had those long john full body underwear oh, sure. things. So yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, sure, it probably looks like underwear. It looks a little like underwear, but not, I don't know, I guess. These are my pajamas. Yep, yep, yep. Nemo is very insistent on setting the record straight. Dude, there's, she, she calls Icarus a rat. Yeah. She fucking, she's just pushing all the buttons right she out of the is. gate. So uh, Icarus is insulted by being called a rat, and he climbs up to the very tippy top of a fountain, and they kind of bond over trying to get him down, and now they're friends. Hooray. I know. Who cares? <laughs> How it's, I Met Your Mother. It's time for the part that we really give a shit about, the Goatmobile. Goatmobile. Do you want to describe this? Dude, the fucking Goatmobile. Okay, so imagine like a two-seater sleigh, right? Yeah. And... Maybe let's say wagon, because like like wheels would be. I mean, it's instead almost of like what I was gonna say. It's almost like a like a palanquin or like a rickshaw or something, because it doesn't have wheels. Not oh, so you... much a rickshaw, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like imagine with wheels, but instead of the wheels, yeah, they're in place of where every wheel would be. If you had four wheels on a cart, uh -huh. is a goat. Yep, you got four goats. And it still has a steering wheel, and we're not really 100% sure <laughs> the logistics the of how this thing works. <laughs> no. But somehow, magically, the goats know which way the wheel is turning. Yeah. And also, it has a frog for a horn. Yes, it does. It has a frog for a it horn. Goes, wah, wah. And Icarus is sitting right up there with the frog. Yep. They are bouncing through the kingdom, and this is where we get our third song called Fun and Laughter. And this is the one that's like, na 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 and there's like a line about like it's a wingle dingle jingle day or something dude every day is a wingle dingle jingle day <laughs> unless i have to work <laughs> i'm sorry it's not so wingle dingle then no i man i've had oh i've had a bit of a unwingle dingle day <laughs> maybe tomorrow i'll be a little more wingle dingly today was a little wingle dingle for you? Yeah. Uh, La-dee-da. We, we can't all have wingle-dingle days. Your wingle-dingle day is tomorrow. I know, it really is. So these kids are having a blasty. They are on the goatmobile, and then they go fly on this like balloon rocket ship, and then they are in the balloons, and they're playing like bumper balloons with each other. Yeah. 
And it turns out that they are having so much fun that the rain nymphs are getting jealous. Yeah, they're like, and, fuck these assholes. And it starts to rain. We're going to yeah. make it rain. So our crew, when I say our crew, I mean Nemo, Princess Camille, and Bon Bon. Bon Bon. Because Bon Bon drives the goat mobile. Hell yeah, she not does. The imp. Not the No, we're not talking about that imp. <laughs> Quit invoking the imp. <laughs> <laughs> so they hang out on a giant mushroom, and they're covered in like seed poofs yeah like a it's giant like dandelion, dandelion. It's, yeah so okay the they get rained on so they're all wet and yeah. bon bon summons these butterfly wings that come up and attach to them and take them away uh-huh which is dope it is very dope and then all of the sections they is all like, they all get nude and uh, then yeah like they could be in their underpants we don't know i don't know because all their clothes are hanging out on like something they're they're so they're on this gigantic mushroom and like their clothes are hanging on like branches of the mushroom yeah which it's like mushrooms don't have branches so this one does yeah but yeah they're they're hanging up to dry and then they're like covered in like dandelion poofs yes this giant 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 floof it looked really comfy <laughs> but also itchy yeah maybe a little maybe itchy. sneezy yeah what looks comfy to one person is a fucking allergy nightmare to other people Anyway, so when Nemo gets back to the castle, Professor says it's time for his etiquette lessons. This is where we get our fourth song, which is just called Etiquette. Nemo has to learn how to eat soup. He has to learn how to dance with the big titty lady. He needs to learn... (laughs) (laughs) What? Tell me I'm wrong. She's pretty thick. Yeah. He has to learn how to fence. He has to learn how to carry books. Ooh. I'm going to mention right here. He doesn't want to have to carry. She just wants him to read them. Yeah, she just wants him to read them. We should also mention right here that the voice of the librarian is fucking June Foray, badass bitch number one, rest her soul. She was the voice of Lucifer in the original Cinderella. She's the voice of Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. She's been in everything. She's Witch Hazel. She's amazing and uh, passed away a few years ago at 97. 97. That's... She's got a hell of a life. But yeah, she's the she's the librarian in, in here. Nemo has to learn how to ride a horse, but he says, fuck all this shit, and he escapes to go hang out with Flip. Probably not the best move, but you know. Um, It is the best move, because Flip fucking rules. What would you rather do, learn how to ride a horse or learn how to kick it with Flip? I would rather not do what they're about to do. Have fun? Dude, no, I love what they're about to do. Oh, wait, no, this isn't the part. Yeah. Y'all, my boy Flip says, fuck cops. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, hey, this is where I like to hang out. And Nemo's like, you like to hang out in the police station? Also, plastered all over the walls are these wanted posters for varying like reward yeah one of them one of them's like only a thousand dollars and then there's like 10 million yeah i was gonna say one of them's like a hundred million or something (laughs) flip goes over to the desk where there are these four cops sleeping and he whacks one of them on the head the cop wakes up wax cop number two who wakes up wax cop number three who wakes up wax cop number four it's this whole thing they're all whacking each other they're all (laughs) they sure are uh, they come to their senses and realize that, that Flip is to blame, and they start chasing Flip. Flip and Nemo jump onto Flap, and they they have a chase sequence, you know, with the cops. Yep. They start flying over Slumberland, and Nemo's like, wow, look at all these steeples. And uh, Flip is like, those aren't steeples. Those are fireworks. Y'all, these fireworks are the size of, like, a building. Slumberland, dude. Yeah. 
Don't fuck around. So uh, this whole time, uh, every time you see Flip, he's got a cigar either in his mouth or, you know, in his hand. Uh, He goes to ash the cigar right over the field of fireworks and they start blowing up all over the place. They yep. were they were meant for uh, Nemo's coronation, but now they're just exploding all over the place. This sends Flip, Flap, and Nemo crashing back down to Slumberland, where the uh, cops start to chase him again, and they go to hide in a secret tunnel. Secret. That's right. They are deep within the uh, catacombs of the the forgotten realms of the fucking <laughs> of the castle. Land. Yeah, so they're wandering around, and y'all, wouldn't you know it, they find the nightmare door. Oh, shit. Oh, we don't know the nightmare door yet. They find a door. It's got the dragon symbol on it. And it's like, rah, rah. Yep. Flip is like, uh, Oh, we gotta open that. Yeah, he's like, you gotta open it. And Nemo's like, gee, I've only been here like 30 minutes, and I've only gotten one rule, and it's don't open this door. Flip uses his fucking plus five in charisma to be like, well, you can open it just a peek, and if we see something scary, we can just close it again. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Also, I should mention this door is fuck-off huge. Yeah. So Nemo climbs on Flip's back to put the key into the lock and, you know, turn it. They are able to open the door just a smidgey when they see... What would you describe it? Um. So imagine, like... It's like ooze. Yeah, it's like a lake of, like eldritch goo yeah it's it's like this it's more viscous than water it's like slime or like yeah oil or something it's very it's very goop what it is is a nightmare yeah it's a nightmare like it's literally a nightmare yeah yeah this thing like ooh, we're describing it as a nightmare yeah no no no, this is a is a nightmare the literal personification of a nightmare so they see that, and they freak out, and they run away, and they leave the key in the door. Shit. Well, they leave it unlocked. They leave it unlocked, yeah. If Flip hadn't pushed out oh, I know. and ran off, they could have relocked the door, and everything would have been fine. Yep. They would have seen something that would like keep them up for the rest of their lives. Oh, yeah. But... You know, it would have been, it would have been actually a good learning experience, because uh, Nemo would be like, I saw what was in there. I'm never opening that fucking door yeah. again. Oh, well... If it's and butts were candy and nuts, dude. So they arrive back to the castle where Professor Genius has been looking for them everywhere. It's his fucking coronation time. So Nemo shows up right before he has to go out on stage and they, they doll him up in this uh, princely attire. They go out into the into the grand hall where King Morpheus is giving a speech and uh, King Morpheus says, bear witness to the royal scepter. And kind of out of nowhere. <laughs> what, 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 what? What? Nothing. Tell me. He's just like, bear witness to the royal scepter and drops his pants. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it. Now you can't think. You're no. just thinking about his royal scepter now. I'm totally not. Like, King Morpheus is so whatever. I'm not, I don't give a shit about King Morpheus. No, he takes the fucking royal scepter, and he starts, like, spouting this incantation and, and points it up at the sky, and a giant beam of light comes streaming out, and this giant, like, explosion of light and color and stuff. Uh, very impressive. Morpheus says, every... <laughs> I kind of like this little bit. He's like, I'm entrusting the scepter to Nemo. 
And all of the citizens of Slumberland are like, okay, cool, cool. But then Morpheus is like, but since this thing is so powerful, I'm going to keep it for a little while until Nemo, you know, grows and matures. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, don't don't give the kid (laughs) the fucking keys to the nukes. Yeah, don't give the fucking seven-year-old the all-powerful thing. Yeah. So with that... The coronation is over and it's party time. We get Professor Genius and Morpheus doing a little jig. And uh, while they're jigging it up, we keep getting these shots of the nightmare door. It's it's rattling. It's creaking. It starts to it's open. Like smoke coming out of it. Yeah, smoke is billowing out. Black nightmare smoke. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, the ooze starts coming out. You know what? What? The nightmare reminds me of Hexus, Hexus yep. in his goo form. Yep, yep. Totally. Except it's not Tim Curry, and it can't talk. It can't talk. No, it it's can't just, talk. It's just goo. So while everybody is dancing it up, Flip comes up to Nemo uh, hanging out on the throne, and he's just like, wow, cool scepter. Let's play with it. And Nemo is racked with guilt. He's like, oh, man, the key is back there at the door. We got to fix this. Come on, Flip. Let's go. Yeah. Flip. Because the king mentions I gave him the key and yeah. I gave him blah. And it was just like, he's like, fuck the key. Yeah. So uh, Nemo wants to set things right. Flip does not give a shit and he bounces. Nemo runs out into the, starts running downstairs to try and find the uh, secret tunnel to the nightmare door when he gets ambushed by the ooze he runs back to the great hall but it's too late dude the ooze starts pouring through the hall and goops on the king morpheus that's right nemo uh runs back to the throne and tries to give him the scepter so he can you know recite the incantation and uh, kill it yeah and kill it but nope too little too late and in a giant poof the the ooze and king morpheus are all gone everybody blames flip because nobody likes flip and they're just like you fucking flip you're the one that did this and flip is immediately like "Uh uh-uh it wasn't me it was nemo he had that key nemo has the key yeah everyone's like shit that's right yeah so everybody starts blaming nemo Nemo. everyone starts everyone turns into a zombie yes everybody starts zombie walking towards nemo they're like nemo and they're like nemo nemo Nemo. when suddenly nemo wakes up and he's back at home hooray yep he undoes the covers and y'all the fucking scepter is there with him also a severed horse head no no horse head but icarus is there we hear the voice of king morpheus calling to nemo and he goes downstairs to that fucking ice box with the pie and that sign that says remember your promise is still there very briefly it flashes with the it's the nightmare key yeah, the, symbol, the right? dragon symbol for yeah. the nightmare key. And out of nowhere, uh, water starts pouring out of the icebox. He's in another dream. Shit. Yep. It's a nightmare. Well, yeah, I guess it's really more of a nightmare. His his house floods, but he's able to crawl on his bed, which floats, and kind of floats him out into this like limbo, no man's land thing. Well, it's the remains of Slumberland. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. He is calling out for anyone but it's just so foggy and he just doesn't see anybody uh until wait what's that in the distance oh it's professor genius it's c-3po yep fucking c-3po lived professor genius is all in a tiz because he's like well slumberland's over like they took king morpheus and nobody's been able to find the scepter and we are just we are fucked boned 
when Nemo- Like, who knows how much time has passed? Oh, yeah, I have no idea. When Nemo says, check it out, I got the scepter, it's right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is where Professor Genius says probably one of my favorite lines of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Professor Genius says, wow, cool, you have the scepter. King Morpheus has been kidnapped by the Nightmare King, and they're in Nightmare Land, you know, the evil version of Slumberland. Yeah. And- we got to go in there, but I have no idea how to get there, where to go once we get there. Yeah, he's blah, like, blah, blah. Nightmare Land is practically uncharted territory. When Nemo says, uh, nuh-uh, I know for a fact that Flip has a map to Nightmare Land. Professor Genius says, my favorite fucking line, we have to hurry right away. Flip is being banished into space. That's right. <laughs> At any moment, he's going to be shot into space. That's right cut to the remains to like flips execution yeah the little town square the last little part of slumberland that remains and princess camille has got flip in this ball this giant cannonball and they are loading this comically large cannon and <laughs> aiming it directly into space you need a big cannon to make it to space you really do that's what jules verne taught me you want to talk about nightmares what that movie Oh, uh, uh... Trip to the moon? Yeah, trip to... You don't like the moon? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I just know it's, like, really weird and surreal It is very weird. I can't talk. It's very weird. It's very weird. They go to the moon, and there's, like, demons there. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Shoot the moon in the eye. Yep, yep. And he's like, ah! I, I love that shot of the moon, that dude in that fucking moon makeup just looking pissed off because his Screaming. eye. Screaming. Yes. I want that. I just got a rocket in it. I want that on a shirt. I love Trip to the Moon. It's so fucking weird. And probably around the same time as. Uh... Wasn't it on that like horror movie thing? Yeah. The 100 Years of Horror. Yeah. Because it's like. So the guy said like, look, there's some years. Not a whole lot came out. I tried to find, like, the scariest thing or something that could be considered. Because, like, skeleton dance is on there. Yeah. You know? Um, so Nemo shows up uh, at the last minute to say, no, 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 no. We need Flip. He's got a map to Nightmare Land. Get him out of that giant cannon. So Nemo, Professor Genius, Flip, Princess Camille, and, of course, Icarus have joined forces to set out into Nightmare Land to get King Morpheus back. I think that's where, Cam- like, right before that, Flip says something and just Camille punches the shit out of him. <laughs> just lays him out. I don't... Th- I think I that's think when that's they're when standing they're in, in, the, they're in the town square. In front square. of the cannon. Yeah. So and she just decks him. She... What she does... I think he says, like, did anybody say you're cute when you're angry? Yes, yes. And then she goes, pow! Because she, she forbades him to uh smoke any more cigars because she doesn't like cigar smoke yeah and she's very very mad and huffy and he kind of like i think he like touches her cheek and he's just like oh you know you're cute when you're angry and she decks him and it's uh it's an amazing nasty hit it's it's a nasty hit but also the look on his face is delightful i would love to have that sell (laughs) (laughs) so cut to the crew are in one of those fucking boats from like the jungle cruise yeah (laughs) So Flip is driving like a complete fuck. He keeps spinning the wheel one way and then spinning the wheel the other way. They're driving all crazy town. And then Camille bonks him on the head. Yeah. Like drive like a normal person. (laughs) Yeah. And before you know it, a a time has passed. We get a kind of a weird time jump. Everybody's asleep. Nemo wakes up 
to the sound of rushing water. Y'all, everybody fell asleep, including Flip, and they are about to plunge straight off the world into this whirlpool. Flip is unable to steer them away, and down they go. And they do another one of those things where it's like, oh shit, we're underwater. Actually, we're falling through the air now. Yeah, 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 yeah. They break through the water into like a foresty swamp. Yeah. They've broken through the water, and now they're in Nightmare Land. And <laughs> Princess Camille immediately gets attacked by goblins. Yep. But the the goblins take one look uh, at the scepter, and they scootaloo. They're scoo-loo. like, shit. Mm-hmm. So they're in Nightmare Land now, and Princess Camille's like, okay, Flip, you got the map. Lead on. Flip undoes the map, and y'all, in all the hullabaloo, the ink has, like, smudged and worn off, and there's this giant patch missing on his map. Yeah. So he just picks a random direction. He's like, let's go that way. Do you think it was a real map to begin with? I was going to ask you that. He says that he has a map, and he says that it was written in a super secret script that only he can read. I think it was bogus. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know, because he shows him that earlier and he's all like oh shit and then brings out the map to slumberland instead and it's like if he made it up like i don't know why would you walk around with a made-up map in your pocket because flip is a con artist and i could see him trying to like sell that bogus fakey map on to someone being like i got a map to nightmare land it'll cost you all your fucking gumdrops or something yeah i don't know that's my guess. I don't know. They head out into the forest and eventually kind of get lost. They take a minute to collect their bearings and Flip kind of wanders off. Well, he, he wanders off. He, he leaves all the main characters behind. He's like, fuck this. And then he tries to rewrite his map so he can get the fuck out of there. While he's trying to rewrite the map, these voices from right behind him are like, no, 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 no. The, the swamp is over there and the castle's over there. He freaks out. He meets the oomps. The oomps. The fucking oomps. You want to talk about the oomps? So the oomps are good goblins. They are good goblins. They're like kind of Winnie the Pooh-ish looking. Fucking cute. Yeah. One of them kind of looks like Piglet. Yeah, one of them looks like Piglet. One of them looks like a sloth. One of them looks like Piglet mixed with a fucking Pikmin. Pikmin. Yep. One of them looks like kind of like a bear. There's a huge one that kind of looks like a big schnauzer. Yeah. But you don't see him yet. Yeah, you don't see him yet. But this is where we get our, our next song. We are the Oomps. The Oomps. Uh, the get Oomped. Yeah. The Oomps tell a story about how they're good, and they don't want to serve the Nightmare King. They want to leave this this world. And good news, y'all. They're coming with Nemo and crew. And they um, know where the Nightmare King is. Yeah, yeah. They know the way to the castle. Cut two. It's evening now. We got... The princess. We got Nemo. We got Professor Genius. We got Icarus. We got the oomps. And we got Flip. They are all sitting around a campfire. And uh, the princess and Nemo are trying to remember, like, what was that magic spell that King Morpheus said? It was something about, like, Shazam, Shazam. And then Nemo's like... shazam Galama. Yeah. And then Nemo's like, no, the last word was pajama. I definitely remember that. Because you made fun of mine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he must have heard that when the guy was like pajama yeah. he was just like fucking pajamas are bitch over here make fun of my He's goddamn like, why is everybody my... gotta bring up my fucking pajamas stop talking about my goddamn pajamas yeah anyway they get ambushed by bats and he starts just like saying a whole bunch of nonsense words 
He's not able to invoke the spell, but he does figure out that if he says Azama Pajama over and over and over. It'll start glowing. Yeah, it starts glowing, and that freaks denizens of Nightmare Land right out. So, Nemo wakes up again. He's back in bed. Yeah. He, once again, starts crawling out of bed, and the fucking scepter shows up. It's another dream. falls through the ceiling. Yeah, it falls through the ceiling. He's just like, what, am I Am I back home? And then out of nowhere, the, the oomps crawl out from under his bed. And they're like, oh, is this is this home? Is this what a home is? I don't know. I've never seen this weird place before. And then out of nowhere, this huge oomp, the one that looks like a schnauzer, kind of descends from the sky. Yeah. It's Oompo, the missing oomp. Oompo. Because the oomps were also looking for their missing oomp. Yeah. I'm going to say oomp way too much in this episode. Oompo says that he has a letter for Nemo on behalf of uh, King Morpheus. It's the spell. It's Um, all the nonsense words written down. Yeah, it's all the nonsense words written down. So so Nemo is trying to explain to the oomps, we got to go to the Nightmare King. I got to recite this spell. I got to hold up this scepter. It's going to make a whole bunch of light. We will banish the Nightmare King. I'll save King Morpheus. And then Icarus starts freaking out. And for some reason, I don't know if you like got this part or not. Icarus thinks that Nemo might die if he uses the, the yeah, spell. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. So Why does he Icarus think that? Because it's so powerful. I guess. He thinks Nemo's going to die if he uses it. But like Morpheus didn't die when he when he He's tested strong. it. He's strong. I guess. He's a big, strong man. He's a big, strong Santa Claus that wears like Spartan armor for some reason. The oomps and Nemo climb onto the bed and they're like, cool, I got the incantation. I got the scepter. I got these oomps. Let's go take down the Nightmare King. Also, okay, if you're wondering where the Professor and the Princess and Flip are, great question. We'll we'll get to that later. They get onto the bed, and this is where, if you know anything about Little Nemo, you probably have seen the old Winsor McKay drawing. The bed's legs get very, very tall, and it starts walking like a big old weird gangly thing. Yeah. That happens in this movie. Wow. They fucking wiggle walk their way. Down until they the street. start flying. Yeah, until they start flying, and they find a portal to Nightmare Land. Hooray. They make their way inside the portal, and boom, there's the castle. That uh, was easy. Yeah, well, except they keep going, and clonk, run into a force field. One of the oomps says, yeah, you can't, can't get in this way, but we know a secret entrance. Secret. Mm-hmm. So, we now cut to the Nightmare King. Do you want to talk about the Nightmare King? Um... He's big. He's got horns. Yeah. He's kind of like Chernabog, but yeah. not really. Yeah. He's he's got a cool look, just like Chernabog, where he's just he's all jet black. The only color that's on him are the light bouncing off of him. He's got these like these like blue highlights around the the edges of him. Uh, it's pretty cool. He's not as cool as Chernabog. Though. Oh, of course not as cool as Chernabog. The Nightmare King. He is talking with his little minions. And uh, one of his minions says, yo, we totally saw Nemo. He's coming. He's got the scepter. You should, like, be aware of this. And Nightmare King's like, all right, well, I'm going to go fuck up a child. So the oomps have led Nemo to the secret entrance. It's this big winding cavern. Out of nowhere, this giant hand, the hand of the Nightmare King, starts chasing Nemo and the crew through the cavern. The oomps and Nemo duck into this weird like little 
room. It's like this little this little bunker. It's got this yeah. little door and this little like murder hole slit. And uh, the Nightmare King shows up and says, look, look, kid, I know what you want. You want these dudes. And he kind of snaps his fingers and we see the professor. We see Flip. We see the princess and they're all encased in these crystals. The Nightmare King's like, all you got to do is give me the scepter and you can get your friends back. And then he says, so, so, so Nemo is really like upset about this. And then uh, Nightmare King says, actually, I know what you really want. Snaps his fingers again. And King Morpheus descends from the, the ceiling, like wrapped in chains. <laughs> yeah. Nemo sees this and he just can't take it anymore. He opens the door and starts screaming. He's like, no. He's like running after Morpheus. He's like, here's your scepter. Yeah. Use it. <laughs> so, of course, it was all a fucking trap to get the Nightmare King to figure out where Nemo was. Yeah. And as he goes to attack him, the oomphs and the flying bed kind of swoop down and save him. We now get this weird dog fight with an evil stingray. It's a nightmare ray. <laughs> a nightmare ray? Sure. While the oomphs are kind of like piloting the bed, trying to keep ne- uh, Nemo from falling off, Nemo is trying to look at the uh, the incantation, trying to recite it. But it's yeah. so windy and there's so much shit happening that he's not able to, to read it clearly. He reads it enough to make like a blade come out. Yeah, yeah. The the scepter kind of gets pointy at the at one end. So the the stingray is able to attack the bed and it breaks into a million pieces. They all fall onto this kind of rock outcropping and the Nightmare King starts like Well, first they defeat the ray by like bisecting it. Oh yeah, they do. It just cuts it straight in half. Yeah, with the with the blade, right? Yeah. Yeah. The blade of the royal scepter. Yeah. So they they fall back down to this like this little rocky bit and the Nightmare King starts giving them shit. The Nightmare King's like, listen up, Nemo, you ain't shit. Give me the scepter. You clearly can't remember the incantation. And Nemo the whole while is like, Azama pajama, slamma jamma, whamma jamma hamma. Come on and slamma jamma. We're going to pajama. <laughs> yeah. And even even uh the Nightmare King starts mocking him. He's yeah. just like pajama pajama. What kind of fucking shit is that? Stupid kid? child. The the Nightmare King goes to attack Nemo, but Icarus jumps on the scepter and kind of holds out the the sheet. Now Nemo is able to clearly read it. He recites the magic words. The scepter starts shining, and of course makes a giant explosion of color and and I don't know good vibes. And the Nightmare King is fucking zapped and defeated. And there are no more nightmares forever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. No, no one can have them anymore. They don't exist. Nightmare Land kind of explodes and also turns into like... It turns into like... It looks like coral or something Yeah, like I was going to say like dust or trees or something. It becomes very weird. It used to look very sharp and pointy and it rocky. It basically turns into what Slumberland looked like when their king was gone. Yeah. Yeah. These places only exist if their king is around. (laughs) Yep. Everyone is freed from their crystal prison, and the chains wrapping up King Morpheus are gone. Uh, Nemo rushes over to Morpheus' side. No, dude, Nemo's fucking dead. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So the oomphs. I just are- wrote down Icarus was right. The scepter kills Nemo. Yes, yes, yes. Icarus wakes up and finds an, an unconscious Nemo lying on this like sand dune. Nah, uh, he's fucking dead. <laughs> you don't know that. No, he's unconscious. I'm, he is dead. He's not dead. I mean, you don't know. Dude, the lady, the fucking, what's her, Camille picks him up and starts like shaking him. Mm. He's fucking dead. Mm, maybe. Are we going to have an Annabelle's wish thing about no, this? No, no, we're not going to. Well, it doesn't really matter because, uh, yeah, everyone, everyone finds a dead and or possibly unconscious Nemo. He's they dead. try to they try to wake him up. King Morpheus grabs the the scepter, recites the words, and hey, Nemo's alive again or yeah. awake. He resuscitates. He says him. wake up, Nemo. So after the thing was glowing, mm, mm, mm. he was dead. Either way, Nemo wakes up and he's like, "Morpheus, look, I'm sorry. I opened the door. Like all this shit's my fault. If if you want to like banish me, that's cool. I get it." And, of course, King Morpheus is like, I'm really pissed off that you did that, but it takes guts to own up to it. So I think that you will be a totally good leader for uh, Slumberland. And then I wrote down Slumberland becomes the new Nightmare Land because there must always be one. <laughs> yep. Before you know it, slum- we're back in Slumberland and it looks totally fine. And there's fireworks going off and everyone is fucking jazzed. We see Princess Camille and Nemo on a giant dirigible again. And I guess it's time for Nemo to go home or, yep. or wake up, return to the land of the conscious. Flip shows He's up. He's exiting the hunter's dream. Yes. Flip shows up on Flap and he's just like, check it out, y'all. I got my own scepter. <laughs> and, he, and everyone's like, what? Oh, shit. He, he pulls a little string on the back. And the orb part of the scepter explodes like one yeah. of those little party balloons. And he's just like, no, psych, it's a giant. It's a four foot long cigar. It is a giant cigar. Do you want to Do you want to describe what all goes down? Dude, so he has a four foot long cigar uh-huh. that is lit. And he takes the biggest fucking drag. He does. It like consumes the whole thing at it once. Goes, I just wrote down Flip takes a huge drag and fucks himself up. He... He is now truly banished to space. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Woo! He ain't coming down anytime soon. He's absolutely not. Flip fucked himself. Rips that shit so hard. Right up. Right in front of the princess's face, too. He's just like, here's what I think about your no cigar law. So the dirigible flies through the air. They cross this giant waterfall. And on the other side is New York City. I guess Nemo lives in like a suburb of New York or something because they pass. I guess so, yeah. They pass through all the. They they go straight past the Statue of Liberty and all the big buildings and everything, and they get back to his street. And he's like, "Well, it's been a lot of fun kicking it with you, but I gotta wake up now." And they're and like, then "Okay." She's like, "Smoochy time." Yeah, yeah. She gives uh, Nemo a smooch. Nemo does not reciprocate because not immediately. Yeah, not immediately. Because um, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, because he's like nine, you know? Yeah. And hey, y'all, Nemo wakes up. As soon as they smooch, he wakes up. He's still making a smoochy face. Yeah, he is. And then you have the slow realization that this has all been Nemo's first wet dream. I and hate now it. he is Shut a man. Up. Fuck off. But he has to clean his bed. <laughs> Boo. Boo, that's not what happens at all. Nemo wakes up 
he's he's been asleep for a night, but this whole thing has been has felt longer than that. And he's like, oh my gosh, mom and dad, you'll never believe it. And dad's just like, guess what, kid? We're going to the circus. And he's like, wow. <laughs> he immediately is just like, fuck Slumberland, the yeah, circus. Fuck Slumberland, the circus. I'm going to go <laughs> see the fucking circus. So I have a question for you. Is he the ruler of Slumberland now? I don't know. It's all about did what even happen? Is it real? Yeah, well, I mean, like, okay, if it was real. Do you think he goes back every night when he well, falls asleep? That's what I'm saying. Does he go back every night? Does time pass while he's awake? Or does Slumberland only time only happen while you're asleep? I don't know. Like, if he goes asleep, is Camille and them going to be there being like, all right, hey, King, what's your first item of business? Or is it going to be like, dude, you were gone. All this crazy shit happened. Goes we didn't back, have a king. Fire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if it's like Narnia or not. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is like the second podcast in a row where we've invoked Narnia. 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 So that was Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. Let's get that compliment sandwich going. Uh, do you want to start or do you want? Yes. Okay, cool. It sounds like you got something. Fantastic animation yep. throughout this whole thing. That like, is top notch. That is absolutely my first compliment. The is best animation. Honestly, probably the best thing that we've watched so far. The best animated thing we've watched. It's genuinely fucking phenomenal. And uh, it like it kind of makes you me like, man, remember when they used to animate like this and like everything nowadays is just shit from a butt. It's definitely. I mean, oh, gosh. I feel bad because we we sound so fucking old timey and it sounds like we're not giving modern animation a chance and we totally are. But there is just there's something about that, like because you said this is 1989, right? 89. So this is like late 80s, late 80s, early 90s anime, which was like the peak. Oh, very good. Oh, I've got a whole story. So do you want to get into the trials and tribulations, uh, the production of this fucking movie? Sure. All right. Here we go. I assume your compliment is the same. Oh, my first compliment. Yeah, the animation is fucking flawless. This is an amazing movie just to look at. Okay, so we begin in, I think, 1971. This guy, this uh, producer, Yujitaka Fujioka, had one dream, and it was to make a Little Nemo movie. I guess he was very smitten with these comics, and he's like, it's gotta happen, come on. So like I said, 1971. This movie came out in 1989. Yeah. It went through so much fucking shit. We're gonna, actually, we're gonna play a game right now. This movie, over the year, like the decade that it took to make this movie, a lot of different people helped make it, had some sort of involvement with it, or, you know, all this and that. So I'm going to tell you two people. One person that I tell you has actually had some sort of involvement with this movie. The other person didn't. I need you to guess which person was was signed on to this movie. Okay. Okay? All right. Here's your first, your first thing. Who was involved with this movie? Tim Burton or Brian Froud? I don't know who the other person is, so I'm going to say Tim Burton. It was Brian Froud. Do you want... Who is Brian Froud? Brian Froud is a British illustrator. He does some really cool shit, but you would probably best know him as one of the major, major, major concept designers for the Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Makes Brian, sense. Brian Froud, another concept designer for this movie, which now that I say that, it makes, yeah, you, you look at Nightmare Land, you're like, oh shit, yeah, no, I get it. There's that dark crystal. Yep. All right. Who helped in the production of this movie? Was it Hayao Miyazaki or Hideki Anno? Oh shit. Uh, Hideki Anno? Uh, no, it was Hayao Miyazaki. So before founding Studio Ghibli, Hayao Miyazaki worked at TMS. He wound up leaving uh, during the production of Little Nemo. He cited creative differences and later on called uh, Little Nemo, quote, the worst experience he has ever been through. What a fuck. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like this was a real, real, real troubled production. Oh, he was just saying that was the word. I thought he was saying like the movie. No, like not when the it movie. Came out, his, his experience animating like, on it. I'd have been like, uh, okay, Howl's Moving Castle guy. Oh, well, actually, fun story. Uh, this movie came out in Japan in 89. It didn't come out in America until 92. Mm. In both America and Japan, it was a bit of a flop. Sure. Uh, but part of the reason that it was a flop in Japan was that this released the exact same summer as Kiki's delivery service. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, there's room for both. There's totally room for both. But I don't know. People wanted to go it's see It's not Kiki. like Kiki Slumberland or something. I know. I know. They're like radically they're different movies. Two totally different movies. Yeah. Okay. If you're only, we're, we can only see one movie. I guess we're going to go see Kiki. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who was involved in this movie? Was it George Lucas or was it Andrew Lloyd Webber? Andrew, Lord Lloyd. God damn it. (laughs) One year after Star Wars, Yuji Taka Fukioka approached George Lucas. So so in 1978 and was like, I got this great idea. Windsor McKay, Little Nemo, you've heard of it. Let's make a movie. And he's like, no. (laughs) Well, so George Lucas read the script and was like, I don't know if I, I don't know about this story. It doesn't really sound like there's a lot of character development. How does Nemo grow as a person? I'm out. Who was involved in this movie, Jeff? Was it Bono from U2 or Chuck Jones? Chuck Jones. Ding, 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 ding. After going to see George Lucas, Fujioka went over to Chuck Jones and was like, check it out. Nemo and Chuck Jones was like, check it out. I don't want to (laughs) check it out. I'm going to go make Looney Tunes. Yeah, I'm going to go make Carrot Blanca. Yeah, like, eh. I don't know. I'm not really a huge fan of Chuck Jones's animation style. I love Chuck Jones. I think in the 70s slash 80s, he was past his prime. So, you know, Chuck Jones was the original boomer. Not even Chuck Jones is like a silent generation. No, but he like he has fucking boomer jokes. I, get I think it. it was Chuck Jones. I, you might be thinking of Tex Avery. Maybe like half of who Tex... was the one that did all the mother-in-law jokes? That's Tex Avery. Oh, okay, so a Tex lot of Tex Avery. Avery humor is like wife bad, mother-in-law bad. Yeah. Okay. Fine. And our Tex final... Avery is the original boomer. <laughs> yeah, despite he's being, the proto boomer, despite being born in like nineteen o or something. Nineteen o boom. Who was involved in this movie? Was it Brad Bird or was it Don Bluth? Don Bluth. Damn. Brad Bird worked in the American side of TMS because this was a kind of a co-production. Yeah. And so he was animating away and he's just like, what the fuck are we animating? 
And they were like, we're animating whatever the fuck Ray Bradbury tells us to write or <laughs> tells us to animate. And so one day he meets Ray Bradbury and is like, so the Nemo thing, crazy shit. And Ray Bradbury says, yeah, I'm pretty much just writing whatever you guys animate. Mm. It was this it was this circle that that had no like it was the blind leading the blind. So yeah. he was just like, um, bye. I really have to go. <laughs> <laughs> that is my quiz. That is my quiz. That is my quiz. That is my quiz. Oh, and one last thing about TMS Studios, a.k.a. Tokyo Movie Shinsa. So last time we were talking that they did the Tiny Toons movie. They did. Among some of the other things they helped animate. Rainbow Bright, Akira, DuckTales, and Batman the Animated Series. Good shit. I can see Akira. Good shit. Because Akira has that, like, super detailed, nice animation, too. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're they're great animators. They don't animate with the West anymore, but uh, when they did, good shit. Whew. All that being said and done, what is your criticism? Uh, I don't know. Like, I would say there was some... It felt like there were parts of the movie where they didn't know how to, like, segue into the next thing, so they just did the, like, oh, guess what? It's, it was actually a dream. Yeah. Oop, actually, we're going to this next segment. We couldn't figure out how to bridge them, so fuck it. That's kind of similar to my my criticism my criticism is the second half of the movie the going into nightmare land you know as as i was talking about with the fucking brad bird thing it just doesn't really feel like they had a cohesive plan yeah and i really i really like that stuff too but uh it does it does feel a little bit like especially after the second time it happens it's like okay yeah well there's just a lot of stuff of like and then the Nightmare King attacks for some reason. And then Nemo is over here for some reason. I guess it's a dream, so you could just say it's all dream logic, and dream logic never makes sense. But yeah. it's it's a little hard to... When, when you have to retell the story for a fucking podcast, it's a little hard to, like... Yeah. You know, why are we... How did we get here again? It's a little disjointed. Yeah, a little disjointed. What is your final compliment? I wish there was, I don't know. It kind of feels like there's a director's cut out there and I'd really like to see it. Yeah. Um, I guess my compliment was like definitely, my compliment is everybody should watch this shit because it's really good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you mm. haven't seen Little Nemo, see it. It's sure. on YouTube. It's free. Yeah, Fuck it's it. free. Like you genuinely. It's a hundred minutes. Yeah. So uh, actually it's, it's funny that you mentioned the director's cut. The English... The old school English version, if if you happen to find this on tape, like on, on VHS, and you see that the runtime is 84 minutes, that is the original English cut that has the very beginning part where with the with the locomotive and flying through the sky, that's all cut. Mm. Um, I don't know why they cut it, but they I did. I must have seen the uncut version then because I remember that part. Well, see, I think over the years they they recut it and put it back in, but the uh, the original American version is 84 minutes long, and I think later like the DVD versions and the Blu-ray versions and the version on YouTube are 95 minutes long. That's the one that you want. Yeah. My final compliment is flip rules, baby. No, I don't know. Uh, my flip life, bitches. Yeah. My final compliment is 
I haven't read a lot of Windsor McKay's Nemo comic strips, but I've seen a few panels, and I think this this really does do a good job of uh, yeah, capturing. They, like, nailed it. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of really fantastic elements in this movie that come from that comic. You know, they could have they could have really like '80s the shit up, but they didn't. It's got that timeless turn of the century thing. Everything that Flip wears. Is so mad. <laughs> everything. Damn it. Everything that Flip wears looks like from the original comic. All of Slumberland, where everything is. All these people are like weird clown people. It looks just like the comic. All the the weird like. This carriage is being pulled by lions, and this one is being pulled by swans, and this one is three balloons and a fucking lawn chair. It's like, it just it it's very fantastical and shit and it just it looks really fucking cool you know yeah all right it is now time to get to our mvp i think you know my mvp flip yep (laughs) flip rules he rules he rules y'all he's got a giant fucking stogie he doesn't care about you he's got a cool hat he's mickey fucking rooney he's not (laughs) racist or maybe he is i don't know (laughs) he fucking rules and i love flip and he fucking rules i don't know what i don't know what more you want me to say talk more about flip and how he rules uh he rules i thought so as a kid i thought he was like a weird frog he's not he's not a frog not a frog but he's really cool and i want a whole movie about flip i want the Wacky Misadventures of Flip. This movie was The Wacky Misadventures of Flip. I want The Wacky Misadventures of Flip to... Who's your favorite character? Um. So while Bon Bon is best girl, <laughs> like... Bon Bon my... might be 12. I don't know if she can be your oh, best yeah, girl. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's totally like... <laughs> but it's just how it goes. Sure. You see the movie when you're young. It's one of those things. I would say MVP is probably Icarus. Oh, okay. Icarus is cute as shit. Icarus is super and cute. Funny. Icar- Never has a bad moment. No, 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 no. Icarus also has that great cartoony, like squirrel voice where you can just barely make out what he's saying. Yeah. But it's all this like. <laughs> no, Icarus is cool. All right. Hey, here's a segment we haven't done in a thousand years. It's time to talk about our favorite song. I think my favorite song would be the Slumberland song when they're in the goat mobile. The fun and laughter. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull that up. <laughs> oh, fuck. That reminded me. Okay. They're going. Gators. Yes. They're going through the fucking thing and they see these alligators or possibly crocodiles. And he says, oh, no, crocodiles. And all the fucking years I've known you, you've always said crocodiles. Did you get that from this? <laughs> I guess. <sighs> I think that maybe that was like a subliminal thing. Man, y'all, every time this dude, like if, we, if we're playing like a video game or something, there's a crocodile, we have these little chip clips that look like crocodiles and he'll just be like, crocodiles. It's crocodiles. Mm, good shit. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's also my favorite song. The, the etiquette song is also fun. I don't, these aren't my favorite Sherman Brothers songs. Also, I'm kind of annoyed that like, the song is happening while things are happening, so you never really get to hear the whole fucking song. Sure. But it's like, it's meant to be kind of like, not really background, but like, it's a musical, like, event. Yeah, I guess. 
versus Disney where they like highlight they sing it the song. and they're just like, here we go, song break, guys. I kind of wish they'd had song break, guys, because I like the slingle wingle jingle fucking slingle wingle jingle. Yeah. In the bathroom. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's I mean, that's definitely the standout song. It's fucking great. Y'all, this is where we would normally get into the ranking of movies. Number one. We don't have to worry about that because we're not going to rank it. We've seen this movie a thousand times. It's fucking great. Is um, it better than 100% Wolf? I mean, yes. Okay, boom. Like, it absolutely is. GG, I'm, guys. I'm sorry, 100% Wolf, but this, this movie's You're great. You're no Little Nemo in Slumberland. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, this movie kind of reminds me a lot of Dark Crystal in that both movies are just amazing to look at, but the plot gets kind of like... like eh. Kind of also a never-ending story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think that all ties back into that, like, 80s weirdness. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's good shit. Oh, uh, uh, while we're talking of amazing animation, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about... If you have the Blu-ray, the Little Nemo pilots are on the Blu-ray. You can watch the original pilots. Now, they call them pilots. What they really are is more like a proof of concept, like yeah. animated short just to give you an idea like it was something that they it's like, animated here's what we're going for yeah i think it's what they animated just to i don't know probably get more funding or just like a like a status report to see how far along they are but you can also watch all three of the pilots on youtube i will have the link in the the show notes there are three pilots one from 1980 one from 1984 and one from 1987 they're each styled like sort of different they are each amazing and it's absolutely worth uh watching all of them yeah i saw like five minutes of it and it looked really good so i think you watched the 1987 one that Mm. is by i think one of the animators of uh space adventure cobra Ah. helped work on that cobra Cobra. i think the middle one is a lot more miyazaki ish i'm not 100 percent sure and then the first one the very first one from 1980 looks exactly like the windsor mckay comic it's actually really cool it's this one's pretty anime the 1987 one is very anime the 1981 fucking cool it looks like it looks like the um what is that the tom petty running down a dream yeah <laughs> would you say this movie is better or worse than tom petty's running down a dream probably better yeah of course it is i was being silly being silly all right y'all that's gonna do it for us was this did did all of your birthday wishes come true sure good i don't even remember what my birthday wish was so did you have a birthday wish when i blew up the candles oh that's yeah. very sweet yeah, birthday wish. okay y'all here's the thing if you like the podcast anywhere that you can like leave us stars or rating it would be very cool if you did that no pressure but if you want to baller no pressure yeah jeff if if i'm a listener of this podcast and I love the movie Little Nemo, and I would like to tell you about it, or I have a suggestion for a movie that you should watch. Where would I Where would I send these correspondences to? Yeah, so you would want to send them through electronic mail Ooh. at hey at indoorrecess.club. That's right. Hey at indoorrecess.club. Oh, I should say, we have one request waiting in the wings. You know who you are. I know you requested it last week but this was the birthday boy so <laughs> he got he got to go first i got dibs yeah you got dibs sorry that's how it works 
Okay, Jeff, let's say I am a Twitter user and I want to see all the weird bullshit that you post and I would like to tweet at you about, I don't know, watching something. Where would I do that? Indoor recess pod. That's right. Indoor recess pod. All one word. The other day, I reposted a snippet from Happy the Littlest Bunny about those poor fucking mice. About how Happy the Littlest Bunny is, like, actually a terrorist. Oh, yeah. No, he's the worst. He's genuinely the worst. And finally, let's say that I was a person listening to this podcast, and I wanted to go check out all these other great movies from this list that you keep talking about. Where would I go and see that list? IndoorRecess.club. That's right. IndoorRecess.club. Go there, how about? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, y'all, my back hurts. Um, <laughs> to anybody out there that's young, please take care of your back while you still have a chance. Get a good chair. Holy shit. Get a good chair. Try to wear your backpack as little as possible or don't fill it full of books. I ache. <laughs> that's all i mean that's not a great chair oh yeah sitting i'm at. sitting on a fucking folding chair it's creaky and bullshit yeah but also i've been sitting hunched over all day and i shouldn't have done that but i did don't do that i know anyway it's time for us to go birthday boy you got any uh any final messages to uh uh impart us with hmm here we go <gasps> I hope you're all whisked away to slumberland and steer clear of the nightmare realm. Oh, just really sweet. Happy birthday. See, now the only way it'll be bad is if you're like, ah, every single time. What are you doing? I can't. Trying to get, this I is what ASMR get... people do, is they put the, the eating ASMR people, they put like a microphone right up to their neck. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> oh my God. I, they don't really do that. Yes, they do. That's so fucking gross. So, like, you can hear the, like, blorp. Oh, yeah, 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 no. That's you can hear the swallowing noise. Oh, I hate that so much. Oh, man. No. I can pull some up for you. Don't. That's not real. <laughs> yes, Fuck is. you. I, I hate it. Who wants to hear eating sounds? Some don't, people do. don't, don't, don't pull that up. I don't want to hear it. I'm not pulling up an image, or I'm uh, not pulling up a video. I'm on the verge of sneezing. Sneeze. I'm on the edge of sneezing. At you, at you, at you, at you. I'm on the edge. Are you pulling up a fucking picture of somebody with their fucking Adam's apple resting on a fucking mic? Yeah. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> oh, God. Why doesn't everybody understand that I hate ASMR? Why don't they stop it? ba da ba Lex, like, I know boy. you can hear that gif. 
You can just hear how gross oh, it sounds. Fuck. What? What all? Okay. What all is that? I get the burger. Onion rings. Ugh. 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 We just lost all of our ASMR. I'm not comfortable people. anymore. I hate that. Here's all the things you can hear them eating. No, 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 Jelly, no, no, no. Honey, no. Fruit, this is so gr- sweet. 